what we're doing is we're trying to figure out the Mechia Samalek. And Rabbi Rav Grzynski, in his piece on the on, on Mechia Samalek, he asks a kasha which you have to appreciate where he's coming from to ask a kasha. He says, how can you possibly command a Jew to kill another human being without any provocation, without any purpose of self-defense? You're just going to ask him to go up to a non-Jewish child, in this context, the children of Amalek, children of Amalek, or the women of Amalek, and without any provocation, to completely destroy them. How can you do that? How can you, how, in other words, his, his starting point is, that's something which is almost an impossible act to demand of a Jew to do. You can't ask a Jew to do that. It's completely antithetical to his entire being. So what I love about his approach is, it's such a healthy description of, of relationship to Torah. You have to understand, as Rabbi Yucham says, the greatest, the greatest parish on Torah is the man himself. A person has to be able to be seeing himself what the Torah says. Torah is not prescriptive, it's descriptive. The mitzvahs describe you, they tell you what you are, they don't tell you what to do. They tell you what to do, what, what, they tell you what you are, I'm sorry. So when the mitzvahs tell you what you are, and then you have a mitzvah telling you that you're something that you're clearly not, that's an incredible problem. A person that doesn't have the sensitivity, a person that thinks that the Torah is just some type of arbitrary rule book that you have to follow regardless if you connect to it or not on the deepest possible level, so you wouldn't have the kasha. You'd say, yes, you're right, it's hard, but you have to do it. The Rebbein Shalom told you to do it. Then the kasha wouldn't be there. In other words, the premise of his kasha is the mitzvahs and the mensch have to gel. And here the mitzvah doesn't gel with the mensch bichlah. How can you say, how can you give such a mitzvah? Do you understand? It's important to get out that premise. Because that creates a very important direction for us in our Vedas Hashem. That if you feel that the mitzvahs don't fit me, that they're awkward in my being, so it means there's something wrong. That's not the right way to be. That's not by any means the way Torah is meant to be kept. Torah is meant to, when a person keeps the mitzvahs of Torah, when, for example, when the Svarim discuss the fact that the mitzvahs parallel the Ramach Evarim and the Shasai Gidim, the entire body of the person, the mitzvahs embody that, it's not some type of random metaphor. What it means is that the essence of the person is reflected in the mitzvahs and the mitzvahs are a reflection of the essence of the person. And therefore, if you find, find on an expansion level that the mitzvahs seem awkward and distant and they don't express you, but in fact, they feel like they con- constrict you, so that is very, very unhealthy and you should be aware that that's a sign of sickness in your kiyomateya. Just pointing it out as an aside from the present premise that Avram Grzynski uses in his kasha. He continues and he says, How can we be expected to wipe out men, women, and children, their possessions, their livestock? Now look what he goes one step further. If a person was going to do this, he'd have to be one of the highest of the highest Sadiqim. Anoshim Hamekanim Kinas Hashem. Men who are purely motivated in avenging the vengeance of Hashem. But Koichom, they have the strength, Lisgaber Al Tivom, to override their nature, and to kill these sinners. 
אבל אנשים שאינם במדרגי כזו, but people are not on this level. אינם מסוגלים למלחמה בעמלק מצד טבע הרחמונס שלהם. The רחמונס inside of them will make them unable to fight this war. So you now see a twist within it, that the righteous of the righteous could do it. Do you understand the dramatic shift from the previous point and this point? We're thinking the righteous are righteous, so that would be consistent, that they would be the most merciful. And he says, if they were truly righteous, then they'd be able to find a connection, because they so makusha to HaKadosh so they're able to be able tra- to be able to transcend their mercy on this man for a deeper connection. In other words, they'd be able to penetrate the physical dynamic between them and another human being and synthesize the the act of so-called murder and see that it's just a destruction of Ra. But a person who wants to do that from a point of sincerity has to be so lofty that it seems an unreasonable request on the body of Kalal Yisrael. Milvad So it comes out that not every Yid could be appropriate to fight this milchama. And I brings a raya for this. And this raya is going to be not relevant to milchemes amalek alone, but a part of our day-to-day life. The reason why we're doing this piece is you see that milchemes amalek is, even if you're living in Chutz Laaretz, and you can't be mekayim the mitzvah, there's a din of milchemes amalek on us as well. Hare, the bizarre thing is we mekayim the mitzvah every year by hearing Pasha Zohar. We are moiches, how do you mekayim the mitzvah? If the mitzvah is to destroy every man, woman, and child, livestock, and possessions of Amalek, and we go to a synagogue and we listen to a man reciting the words which says, annul the memory of Amalek, how is that a cum of the mitzvah? The choyer, to be mekayim the mitzvah, you have to find an Amalekite and destroy him. So that's another interesting Shaila in regard to this. So it must be that the Kiyom of Amalek is not as it appears, which sounds to be straight genocide. It's, it's a very problematic point. In other words, he's dealing it from a very sensitive position. Because Mechias Amalek is one of the most difficult things as a Jew that we have to confront. How can you be asked to kill another person? <coughs> How the entire thrust of Judaism is this veneration of human life. And all of a sudden it goes haywire when it comes to Amalek. What is it? That, that, well, that reading of the Torah is, is in the midst of Mechiris Amalek as well as the midst of Zechiris uh, Amalek. Yeah. Zechiris Mechiris Amalek. But there's two separate mitzvahs. Now it could be. Could be there's a mitzvah what? To remember that you have to be Moich Amalek. No, it's a whole master yes. What? To remember what they did to you? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I never really heard that. I don't know. Let's, well, let's wait and see. To remember to be Okay, we have to understand what that means. It seems a bit of a paradox. You have to remember to forget them. Don't ever forget to, to forget them. Kitsa, I have no idea. You see that I clearly don't have a good grasp on. I'm just no, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. We have to explore w- what the mitzvah of, what, what do we do? If that's not the mitzvah of Mechir Samalek itself, what is it? Where does that mitzvah come from? And why is, it, why is it to be kept once a year? If it, do you understand? We have a lot of gray areas. And I'm happy to 
trying to delve into them. At the moment, what I'd like to delve into is a broader application of the notion behind Mechir Samadik and to deal with the kasha that Rabbi Avram asks, the kasha being, how can you expect a Jew to act with cruelty to another human being? It seems almost incomprehensible. Um, was Avram saying that um, only, a t- only a tzaddik is allowed to fall to mitzvah? He's saying, uh, would every Jew is commanded to do it, but according to our understanding of how things work, only a chassid elyon, the greatest, pious person, could ever have a chance of keeping it. How can that be? And he goes on to bolster this with a raya from Shari Tivler Rabbeinu Yoyna. Isa b'Shari Tivler Rabbeinu Yoyna Afal pi, even though she mitzvah lefarsem es hachatoim benafshoisom ve'es hachanefim there is, even though there is a mitzvah to publicize people who sin and people who are flatterers, I think it means much deeper than flattery, it means people who are perverse. Aval achoyte im ishkamoye rishoy but if a person is a sinner himself and he has and there is to a person like him his wickedness meaning he's also wicked and he has his sins he has no right to publicize other people who are involved in hate because when his intention to reveal the other person's secrets is not sincere but to rejoice in his suffering <laughs> so now he's going to discuss that there's a mitzvah and you'll flesh it out soon there's a mitzvah if you see a Jew that parades as a religious and righteous man and you have inside information that he's corrupt and is doing averas on the side, it is a mitzvah to publicize his averas, lest you cause a great, he cause a huge chilul Hashem by having the bearing of a man of religious integrity and then people see that he doesn't behave that way, beat him to it and make sure that you mefarsem that he's Tucker a bad guy and that will prevent Achil Hashem. So in other words, there's a mitzvah to expose a person that appears to be a righteous Jew, he appears to be a from Jew, when you know he's dealing in underhanded matters, he's being immoral, should go and announce to the Rabbim in order to avoid Achil Hashem. However, if you yourself are not guiltless in I don't know if you have to be doing the same hate as him or if you're doing any time the pastures is as we'll see soon see that if you're also involved in similar types of time you are not allowed to say a word in regard to his behavior I but maybe people get the wrong idea and it will cause a kill Hashem it doesn't make a difference you're not allowed to do so as we'll soon see just bear with me one second and now it brings a raya from Nach it says in Nach, it says, Venoimar, uh, sorry, in Hoshea, Upukaditis deme Yisrael al base Yehu. And I visited the blood of Yisrael on the house of Yehu. Hinaikiafa bish also Yehu, mitzvah, Bachisoi base Achov, Noso avoinoi, Kigamhu hoyorav pesha. This is the Rabbeinu Yehu's Raya. Yehu 
destroyed the house of Achav, who was an Oved Avodah Zorah. And he did so to avoid the Chil Hashem. He did so to avoid Achav, who was an Oved Avodah Zorah, from perpetuating his deeds. Nevertheless, he, he himself was punished for it. Why was that? He did a Maiser Toiv. The answer is, because he was also a, a, a sinner. Chidush Godelhu says Rabbi Avram, it is a massive Chidush. Even something which is a mitzvah. It's not just an ordinary mitzvah. But it prevents Chidul Hashem. The deepest and most profound avera a person can ever do is Chidul Hashem. Be'etzim Chilul Hashem is the, 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 the major problem of any Avera. And since over here we can avoid the Chilul Hashem, it means there's no greater mitzvah. K'moishu Amru, Mepharsimim, Esachanefim, Nei Chilul Hashem. And it says it explicitly in the Gemara Yuma that you have to publicize the people who are apparently from, but in fact they are not, because of Chilul Hashem. Pirish Rashi, Chanefim, Shem Rishoyim. They are evil. Umarim atzmam k'tzadikim, and they parade as tzadikim. Im yesh makir v'masav. Rashi says, if you know his bad ma'asim, mitzvah lefarsamay mipnei chil Hashem. You have to publicize it to avoid chil Hashem. Shnei adam lemaidim imasav, because a person will think, well, he's so from, and look what he does. I can also do that. She svurim alav shu tzadik, because they're under the misapprehension that he's a tzadik. Va'oid, and another reason why it will be a chil Hashem. When a tragedy occurs to him, people will say, Wow, he is such a tzaddik and he got such a big oinesh. Why? What did he do wrong? So says the Rebbe Avram, this double chil Hashem. And you can avoid this from occurring. Nevertheless, you can't do it. And now says a cloud. And this cloud is such an important cloud for us in our everyday life. If you're going to do something which is going to upset someone else, you're going to um, insult him, you're going to take away from his honor and from his stature, if you have even one mild vested ulterior motive in the process. It's not purely shame shemaim, it's also to do. And even though your kavana is good as well as bad, it doesn't help. In this context, to save others from doing the chate. And also to save the person from the Averev Chil Hashem will the Rabbis Kfor Shemaim Ba'olam and to increase the honor of Hashem in the world Aval Im Kavon also he Gam Nismech Le'ed you get Kishmak from it you say ah, I'm so happy he's going to get what he deserves and even though your Kavon is also the Shem Hashem and it's also to avoid the Chil Hashem but there's an element of ah, oh, that feels great Either it's because you lack good midas, or maybe you've got good midas in general, you just hate this person. Um, it's forbidden for you to act. You can't do a single thing. So you see over here a cloud which we're going to develop 
of a whole new mahalach of relating to people and what you can and can't say to people and how you can and cannot behave towards people who you feel are incurring on religious infringements they're infringing on religion you have to be extremely cautious and the rabbin unit brings it out so we'll have to explore this a little bit later in our next exciting episode of Hachshorah Lemechia Samalek